0: And if you like this show, check out the others on the ThatShelf.com family of podcasts. And without further delay, let's get into this week's film. This is episode 155, and today I'm joined by Michelle Olette and Nicholas Corella, who are the husband and wife team behind such films as Prodigals and After Party, both available on VOD. And we're going to sit down and watch a film together. So we're sitting down to watch Lost in America, and uh, and, well, first of all, uh, we'll introduce ourselves and then we'll explain the hilarity of our situation. I'm Jeremy, and I have not seen this movie. Uh, I'm Nick, and I have not seen this movie nor heard of this movie.
1: And I'm Michelle, and I have not seen or heard of this movie either.
0: So what's great is uh, when we set up tonight, uh, Nicholas suggested, let's watch Legally Blonde, and I was like, great. And he did that under the... The precipice, I guess, that by suggesting it and me agreeing to it that I hadn't seen it. Yeah, I... have, I like, But I, that made me assume that you hadn't seen it. Yeah. Anyway, we've all seen Legally Blonde. So and we love... I love Legally Blonde. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, but. yeah. Yeah, so as a podcast first, uh, we randomly picked a movie that's on my stack that none of us have seen yet. And we picked Lost in America. So, Albert Brooks, have you seen other Albert Brooks movies? I think
2: the only... Albert Brooks movie I've seen, embarrassingly, I think is *The Muse*. Okay. Okay.
0: You're be embarrassed was, by that. Well, I just think it's, it's not one he, of his best. That, that, that's what think. I mean. Is
2: that like he's famous for being Albert Brooks in my mind?
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's got a he's got a shtick. He's like a, a Woody Allen type, where it's like Albert Brooks is very good at what he does, but he plays a very limited octave. Of, you know, he doesn't have a, a huge amount of range. But he's great within that range. Is Finding Nemo an Albert Brooks
2: movie? Yes. Okay. Well, then I, oh, I've the, seen Finding like, Nemo. The, the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. He's the. Oh, okay.
1: I mean,
0: he's the main character. Okay. So, so there you go. That's so my that, that, that
1: one. Yeah. I, I haven't. Seen, I don't think I've seen anything of his.
0: Okay. Oh, but you've seen Finding Nemo. Yeah. The, but but the, so <laughs> Albert Brooks also <laughs> like but also wrote and directed this. Yes. Um. So let me pull up just in case because you might. I'm trying to think of you. Like he's, I mean, he does want actor and he acts in other people's movies. Like he was in broadcast news. Uh, he was in the remake of the in-laws. Is, is that correct? We just watched the in-laws, the new one, like the original. Was uh, he in that one? He's not in that one. No, he's not in that one. But but he's in the remake. Of he the- is in the remake of the in-laws. That's hilarious. We just, that would have been the last episode that just aired. So you, have you seen the original or, no. the, or the remake? I saw
2: the remake. Yeah. How is it? It was pretty good. I was really watching it from a weird point of view because it was one of the first auditions I ever had was to play something in it. They shot it in Toronto. Oh, so, really? Yeah, so I, it was one of those where I wasn't really watching it for the movie. I was really watching it for the person who played the part that I auditioned for.
0: Oh, do you do that a lot? Is that a thing? No,
2: not anymore, but I, in my, early in my career for sure. That was a, that was a real... Like thing. you
0: hate watch the movie because you wanted it to suck? Yeah, I just, yeah, I want it to
2: suck, or I just want to see what that person did, why they went a different way. It oh, was when, that, when I was micromanaging. That is a learning experience, though, right? I guess. Yeah, that was at a time when I was micromanaging, trying to trying to outside in be
0: successful, I think, you know? Hilarious. Uh, yeah. The, the, if you haven't seen the original, the original's phenomenal. It's Alan Arkin and um, Peter Falk. I'm sure it's great It's Actors. magic funny Like uh, really I can't believe It's a movie that Kind of flew by my radar It's 1979 uh, It's not that old yeah, so um, if You were only 10 then No I was 2 <laughs> I was, No I wasn't born yet I was, I was less than 2 there you I go. was minus 2 I was not even yeah. I, was, I was As my father would say I was still swimming around In his testicles Because <laughs> my father is, no. a, is a classy fuck my dad. Uh so as a director he's also made he made The Muse, he made Mother Defending Your Life, uh Modern Romance. Any of these ring a bell? Totally okay. Modern
1: yeah. Romance, yes, but I haven't seen it. Yeah,
0: Modern Romance is is, is great and slightly dated, but in a way that's okay cuz you watch it going, yeah, I forgive you for your tropes because you also probably invented some of them in this movie. Yeah. I mean like he's one of those people kind of like um Kind of, you
2: know, when people talk about like Gary Shandling, right? And yeah, like, I, everyone talks about him like he's this like like god. And I realize I'm not really familiar with his career at all, but I just take for granted that other comedians like him. So something like Albert Brooks to me is is
0: it probably can't be that bad. Yeah, yeah. no, I get that. I think Albert Brooks is one of those guys that kind of coast there somewhere in the middle, where it's like people are like, oh yeah, I know, I, I know of Albert Brooks, and I'm aware that he's made movies, but I. I haven't seen them, and they're not necessarily on my must-do list.
1: I'm that person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, I'd seen Defending Your Life when I was a kid, and I really liked it because it's a great premise. Do you know the premise of it? No. So it's Meryl Streep, Albert Brooks, and essentially the premise... And we did it on the podcast. You can check out that episode. Uh, The central premise is that he has died, and he's in some kind of weird purgatory. Uh, Or It's not that everyone has... Everyone, when they die, they go to this like in between place. You don't automatically go to like your final resting place. They don't. I don't think they ever say like heaven or hell. They don't really determine it that way. Um, but there's better or worse places you can go, hmm. uh, and and so everyone has to go through a trial, and they're presented with like the facts of their life, and hmm. so they get like a, a, a kind of an iteration of what a lawyer would be. And and they're able to like go through and they have like video footage of their entire life, almost like watching a trailer of their life. And they're able to put it together and argue why they deserve to go to the better place or the lesser place. Well, that's right? a
2: cute premise, actually.
0: It's yeah. very it's very cute. And uh, and of course Meryl Streep is like the perfect woman. She's like she's like saved people from fires and all this stuff. And and they're like, yeah, we just need like one or two days for your trial. It'll be fine. And for him, it's like he's got like an eight day trial. Oh my gosh. And it's just like I don't know where to start. Like I've, I've been through your footage, and it's like I don't know what we're supposed. To, I'm, gonna help, I'm. Can you help me help you? Because I don't know where to start. Wow, <laughs> sounds like a great movie. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, it's really really fun. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure where you find. I have a copy. You're you're welcome to snag. But uh, but it's. I think it's around on the streaming services somewhere. Cool.
1: I have images
0: when, now that when you're describing this, maybe I'm mixing up a different
2: movie. Is there like the the judges are like really high up on white?
0: No, it's uh, like it's almost like everything is very white, like white robes and very uh, like uh, shishi in that way. And then and then the rooms they do them in are like almost like little screening rooms. Oh. It's not that at all. Oh. Yeah. Different thing. Wow. Now I'm now I'm kind of sad that
2: I'm not more familiar. You picture <laughs> me. Di- well, that's okay. That's what this is about, right? We're going in, you're
0: going in as fresh as you could yes. to this movie. You don't even you don't know what it's about. All you know is that Albert Brooks made it, and it's called Lost in America. It might not even take place in America, guys. We don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm excited. And I vaguely know what this movie is about, but I'm not going to say anything. Okay. So let's do it. Cheater. Let's all go to the lobby
1: to get ourselves a treat.
0: So we just finished our random movie. Yeah. What a treat.
1: Lost in America.
0: Yeah. Is that what it's called?
1: Okay. Yeah. Lost in America. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, it was great. Uh, well, that's right. Dive Dive in. I dive, dive in. in. Uh, I'm actually really happy for my personal mistake and fuck up because I never would have ever watched this movie. I think somebody's yeah.
1: got to give like a one-liner about what it's about.
0: Oh, yeah. Who's good at that? Oh, sure. I mean, it's about a couple who... Just, who <laughs> a very. I mean, this is what Albert Brooks kind of usually plays this kind of bourgeoisie like schmuck. It's kind of mm-hmm. his thing, right? He plays like the LA douchebag. Uh, so he plays like an advertising executive and his wife who... Do, do we know what she
1: does? She worked. at... Was that a toy store? That she
0: maybe It must have been like some. She kind of... works
2: in an office without a window, and she worked there for seven years. I remember this. Yeah.
0: Thing. Well, was, no, you're is right. She, she does. It looks like it a department store, of department some stores. kind. Yeah. Well, yeah. then she ends up working at Bloomingdale's in yeah. the end. So yeah. So like. So it's a couple that decides to drop out of society, based on his love of Easy Rider.
2: Watch <laughs> uh, you <laughs> preamble. He gets. He thinks he's getting a promotion, and by by getting fired, they this. The backup plan to, get to to making the most out of being fired, they decided to drop out of.
0: Yeah, and they got like almost 200 grand, the, and this is like the, in the early 80s, yeah. so it's like it's a decent nest egg. Yeah. Uh, and they decided to drop out of society completely. She blows it all in one night in, in, in Vegas while he's sleeping, and then they, which is, oh, fuck, what? So, I mean, I think, here's the thing. We don't have to recap the whole movie. No, no, right? no, no. Hopefully people who are listening to this episode have watched and it. Actually, you know what? And if you haven't, Stop, go back, and watch it. Yeah, I don't and know if it's... On, it's a uh, I I picked up the Criterion. It might be on the Criterion channel if you have a subscription. Uh, check it out. If not, uh, find a way to watch it. It's delightful. Yeah,
2: like, what are do you doing with your life? Like, go make some more money. Get a Criterion thing. I'm just
0: kidding. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, this is... I mean, this is a movie I would have gotten to at some point. Probably the next little bit. But, uh, but definitely... I gotta say, because I, I I really enjoy Albert Brooks, and it's one of those. He's one of those guys that I always, I'm never burning to watch one of those movies, but I, I find delightful and enjoyable. Oh yeah, my first impression was a guy. I was first
2: a little bit fascinated by how like attractive he was at first. I know this sounds like a little bit weird, but I was like, I just think of him being this like bumbling sure older like guy. Old man, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and I was, I was like, I was like, oh, well, it's like he's
1: young in this movie. He
2: still has like like a like a big head and like a. Like, you know, like a... What are the 80s... How, how did the kid refer to
0: him? No, Brillo. Yeah, Brillo Head. Brillo,
2: Brillo, the, fat the, Brillo Head. Brillo, fat yeah, Brillo mean, Head. The new
1: children.
2: But uh, I was like, oh, he's like in good shape. He's kind of attractive. and, and So that was the first thing I thought uh, about about that. But but I think... I had no idea he was a, such a good actor. I actually... Like, I, like, as I said, I'm not familiar with his work. I was like totally into him, like in that movie. I, I was really into his performance. I don't mm-hmm. know.
1: Yeah. He went on some crazy rants. Yeah.
2: yeah sure. That I was going to say, like, the wordplay, like, all, like I just, like, I was listening to, well, I just want to say, overall, I thought the performances were amazing. Like, uh, like even the ones that were, like, a little bit, like, stilted were just so perfect for what they were. The, the, the guy that picked her up at the, 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 oh, the yeah. tiger oh, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. Great. Like, that, I think that was one of the things, maybe not knowing where this movie was going. I, even if I knew the, the, the log line of the movie, I
0: still don't think this movie was predictable in any way. I had no, no. idea
1: what was going to happen at any point.
0: That, and that's what I love, too, because yep. I think, like, is it Julie Hagerty? Is that the wife? She, yep. what great casting, because she's, does, what's great about the casting of her is she kind of looks like the typical mouse. And it's mm-hmm. like, and you're not expecting her to do anything crazy. Like, when they pulled in the Vegas, it's like, oh, fuck, they're going to lose a ton of money. Definitely. That that did oh. cross my, my my mind. Definitely. Nathan. And I never would have expected it would be her. Right. You know? Which is was great, and the fact that she loses it—it's just so. Like, I think we all sat here going, "Oh, fuck!" It's so. It's it's you. It's it's a great thing. because this so rarely happens in, to me while watching a movie, where I'm like, "Please don't happen. Please don't do. Please don't go where I think you're going to go," because it makes me so uncomfortable. But then, as a, as a writer, I'm like, "No, do the worst thing you can do to your character," mm-hmm. and that is the worst thing they can do to the character. Yeah, actually, what I also thought. And talking about the unpredictability
2: is that so when he mentioned in their toast that they're going to Las Vegas, Nevada first, I was like, "Oh no, they're going to blow the nest egg." But then when she, when he wakes up and she's not there, it didn't actually cross my mind that she was gambling. No, I thought I, she
1: left him because I was thought sure she did because he was what wanting to do all these things. Oh, they be were not on the same page. I thought she left him for sure.
2: Yeah. So then when so I was truly shocked. When she made that, like, character turn and she was gambling crazy and all that, I was like, oh, no, this is yeah, even worse.
1: never seen that coming.
2: You know? So, I, I think, as you said... The-
0: oh, the- it never crossed my mind that she left him. Because, I'm like, he tried. He gave her the room that she wanted. Well, not the room that she wanted, but the room that he could get her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I
1: thought what it was going to be about, for a minute, was about how they weren't on the same page about what their vision of this, like, dream life looked like, and then and, and she would leave him and then he would have to figure it out on his own. I didn't realize yeah. that it was going to be about them the whole way, which I liked that it was about their relationship. Yeah.
2: And uh, I was going to also say that, uh, speaking of the relationship, like I got super, I'm jumping around a little bit. I got super okay. uncomfortable in this. So after she blows all the money and he's just ripping into her in the Winnebago, I was like, first of all, I was like, you know, every bad argument I've ever been in. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm a. I, that's. I've been that guy. I've been that guy. And that's just, that's horrible. Like,
0: I'm like, like, thanks, Albert Brooks. Maybe you're gonna make me a better, better person. No, but it's great. But, Cause it's a very honest moment where it's like, yeah. yeah, he's being shitty and terrible, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, you kind of, it, it's great. I loved it. Cause I'm like, Oh dude, it's a bit too far, but also I'm like, I get it. I'd be, I'd kill her.
1: They yeah. also didn't make her a, like, you know, she was, like, I was like, I don't want to see a movie where she's apologizing to him for the next, you know, two acts or whatever. I liked that she was kind of like, forget it, and then got in the car with the guy and left. Yeah, was like, an easy, easy
0: yeah. rider, they had nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is not, you're doing it wrong. And she's yeah. like, "What do you? Yeah, I would love that. I, actually, yeah. that was I, a great I, moment for her. Surprising yeah. teeth,
2: again, with her, too. Like, again, when you said, going back to the casting, is like, yeah, she's like this, like, m- as you said, like a mousy person, but it's like. I found everything she did was so unpredictable. Like, her, like, affect. Like, I, I really wasn't sure where she was... I, I, I was so stoked by, the like, the acting. I, I, the first time I thought the acting was crazy in this movie, and maybe just the staging, everything was so good. Like, I wasn't sure at the beginning, because it was kind of the slow push-ins and all that stuff. I was like, ooh, is this going to be, like, a slow-paced, like, movie... Type thing, and then that first scene with such a long take when you know when they were talking, I was like, I'm not sure. But then that that scene where he gets fired is great. It was crazy. the The performances from everyone, the overlapping, the the staging, the like, it felt so alive and so vibrant, and like it felt like improvised, but I'm sure it wasn't. You know what I mean? Because the dialogue was too good, honestly. Did he write the script? He co wrote it with um. Okay, Monica Monica something Johnson. I thought it was Monica. Sounds right? I thought I remember seeing that. I was like, I was like, oh, good, cool. I was like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I was being a little.
0: I think even I I don't know if it's the same woman, but I think Modern Romance he co wrote with uh, a female as well. He's smart that way. He understands he's writing a relationship movie. It's good to have some insight. For sure, it's good. Or or is aware of his own shortcomings as a writer and goes, I need to have someone with that voice fill in those gaps for me. For sure, for sure. Well,
2: did a good job there, and then. Also, the other scene I thought was amazing acting was Gary Marshall. That scene where Gary Marshall. So like, good. I, like, everything. Like, it just felt, again, so... The performances were so fresh. Even though it was, like...
0: Gary
1: like, Marshall was the casino, casino owner. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. Pit yeah. Pit
0: boss or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Director of Pretty Woman.
1: Yes. yeah well, yes. Yeah. So the, I don't... You know. yeah.
0: We're going to copy your know. room. Yeah. No,
2: it's not what I'm... Yeah. Yeah. But... The, the, so the things I was thinking about that scene afterwards. Like, on the page... It was probably like you're looking at it and be like, oh, this is like an indulgent monologue. This is blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? It probably felt like if you were to read that scene, you're like, oh, this is very stagey. Yeah. But it was so, I thought, like, I don't know, just maybe just the performances, but so fresh. The pacing, the, like, the, uh, honestly, Albert Brooks as
0: an ad man Loved him like I think he played a, he's played an ad man in Defending Your Life too. I think he it's just one of the, the characters he likes to play that kind of that particular kind of uh, wino not wino but you know what I mean uh, douchey guy. The funny thing with the, the Gary Marshall scene is that the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like I know where this is going. There's not, like, yeah. he's gonna have this big big pitch and he's gonna be like no, but it's like I didn't care. We're still entertaining the whole way. I think that was the thing that made it so good to me because I'm like it's so clear he's never gonna
2: go for it. But watching how watching earnest just
0: dig himself deeper, so like, and you know,
2: we give the money back. You just give it back, and like, and <laughs> thinking, like he clearly thought it through. So I thought that was.
1: But I, I thought, you know what, this is a movie's kind of wacky, so maybe he would have given him the money back. I don't know. I was like, I don't know where this is gonna go.
0: As, as someone who like was so devastated by it, I would have been happy, but also I would have been like mad for the movie because it would an easy thing to do.
1: Yeah, and where would they have gone from there? Everything's restored, the conflict's done. Now what? You know? Yeah.
2: Except if, if it turned into a weird movie about him having to do an ad campaign for a casino
0: with Santa Claus in it, you know what I, you know what I mean? Like, That's what I mean. I, I didn't thought know it had potential direction. to go there too. Like, actually. That's what was what great about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting because you have a similar moment to that when they get the ticket, the cop. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then they get it reversed. But what I liked about that was that it was at least the two of them working together. Yeah, It wasn't just him doing his thing. And it was like, oh, they kind of earned that. That's a very small victory for them. But at that point, when they only have 800 bucks left, $804, yeah. uh, you know, saving $140 to $150 is Almost a lot. There. Yeah. It's so funny
2: because he seems so panicked, but it's like, I think about the number of times where, like, in my life... I might have maybe had a net worth of $800 and still wouldn't spend 150 bucks. <laughs> you know, like in my 20s or whatever, just be like, yeah. whatever, you know, as long as I have enough to buy a pack of smokes, we're
0: good, you know. Uh, but I can see how, as an adult now, that's actually really frightening. Oh, as an adult, it's terrifying. I guess... At, at the very end, they had the Winnebago they could sell. They
1: could have sold that. Yeah, I thought about I that, yeah. I mean, if that too. Like that's forty five
0: thousand dollars. they will probably get it thirty grand for it. I kept thinking, but still,
2: thirty grand. Even at that time, thinking you have to find a place to live. You have to it's enough places. to start over.
0: I guess over. it is. I guess it's true. Yeah, that's true. The one moment of bullshit in this movie was how easy they found a parking spot in New York. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, <laughs> I
0: know you're like they're because you literally said right before like good luck park oh and you just pulled right in like forwards a by
1: the way double parking yeah triple par- pulled triple in parking forwards to like
2: what a triple spot that yeah. thing would need yeah. bullshit. <laughs> well, it was at the end of the movie. See, I was surprised the movie
0: ended there too. Me too.
1: I thought we have to go in and see him beg for his job back. No,
0: we don't need to say that. I like that kind of, with the exception of that little beat with Brad on the street and him chasing around, I love that kind of the last line of the movie is... Eat shit and go. And eat shit and go to and break for my job back. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then they and then they, sparks fly because they, they don't even have time to unplug. Yeah. From the thing, they just get the fuck out of there. It like, was
1: Skippy out. Was Skippy, the out. Skippy out. out? My favorite character, the teenage manager.
0: I think he again.
2: What crazy casting! I wonder if that kid did anything ever again it because so it was so funny. Even the de- again, again, I have to think it's got to be the writing, but the detail of like him talking about how on her first day she's. The best assistant manager on her first day she realized we've been serving frozen fries. You know <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like like we have a deep fryer, we don't know how it works, but we've been using it anyway. I'm like, it's so <laughs> detailed. Good writing man. I,
0: I was really I real. love my favorite line in that scene was this guy slept on it? It's yeah. like you let this one sleep on it. And she's
1: like, yeah.
0: She was amazing.
1: She was great. Yeah, it was a nail on the head too with the fourteen year old manager because that's what it would be. Oh, had to of course. Go back and start, you know, start over again. When he came out of the bathroom, I was dying. I was like, oh my god.
0: Yeah, and his Very like funny. his brief sabbatical as a crossing guard. Yeah. What's the message of the movie? It's just that, like, basically, it's like we as bourgeois
2: pigs, we all dream of being. And I'm calling us bourgeois pigs because we're like working the film industry and. Yeah. Sure. Okay, I think that's... Well, I mean, how
0: it basically ends with, it's like, hey, if you want to try this, good luck. Just don't lose your nest egg. Yeah, it's
2: like it's like when Gwyneth Paltrow was like, I'm going to live on, whatever, the $7.40 a day. Remember, she she made this pledge to do that, and then after two days, it was like, I just can't do it and have a healthy lifestyle. Like, gave up after, like, two days. Do you remember this whole thing? I don't know if you said... But I couldn't no. do it either. Who Maybe can, she's right? you be honest. Right, but that's, that's what I mean, though, is, like, is the moral of the story is that, like... You know, we all dream of, like, living free, but really, we all just need the pretty things.
0: Yeah. it's interesting. I mean, I try to think about ours. I, I try to, like when I travel, sometimes, depending on whether, if I'm working or not, or have a job booked after or not, you know, traveling film festival, sometimes I try to make a game out of how little I can spend. You right. You know, like, I'll pack lots of snacks, and then, you know, take the hotel comp breakfast sometimes you get a food voucher from the festival yeah. or you get in on like a dinner and you just get by that. and sometimes it's like can I get can I skate through this whole trip without spending a dollar I've done this uh, like
2: trying to be like can I get through this whole trip without spending a dollar of my per diem Oh, yeah. you would be just like, I'll just like get to set early, eat eat on set, do whatever. Can I I pocket (laughs) all that
0: per diem that I'm
2: supposed to be spending on, like, you know, like,
0: (laughs) I've done that Per diem. For those those who don't work in the film industry, if you work out of town, uh, they have to, in addition to putting you up, they have to pay you what's called a per diem, which is kind of like uh, money for you to pay for food when you're not on set. So any meals that you, and sometimes they pay you for meals that you are on. Yeah. Uh, but so it's like, if you're, you know, there over the course of a week, you probably get like a dinner. So enough for dinner every day and breakfast. Yeah.
2: It'll usually be, and it's like, it it sounds glamorous, but it's also like, it'll be like, you know, like it it goes up. So it will be like, you know, like. Even like on the low end, it'd be like you know, like ten bucks for for breakfast, or like eight bucks for breakfast. Oh, it's that's twelve dollars that for lunch, now, for sure. and then
0: like thirty for dinner. They'll do like. Basically... But over the course of a week, it's a couple hundred bucks a week. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so if you're more, yeah. so if you're on a show for a month or two, like you could walk away with a couple grand in cash in yeah. your pocket. Yeah, that's the and that's the dream. So you try to be like, can I just like. Hey, eat, I eat the continental here or whatever. You know? we, we I did that on one project where I was out of town for two months and went back and took my family to the Disney World. Wow! Not quite with the whole amount, but it it was a chunk of it. Wow!
1: That's amazing. We we wow. just
0: we bought like Costco groceries. And uh, and just ate on set. And I was like, I'm on set anyway. It's yeah. like, really, I don't need any more than breakfast. I can get breakfast on set and lunch on set. And by the time you're on 12 hour a 12-hour day, I'm like, do I need dinner, tired. really? Yeah, you're It's tired. like a can of soup at home is all I need. Mm-hmm. And then on weekends, you know, I had a little bit. Like, I did not spend any of it. But it was that same kind of thing where it's like, yeah, you could go off and just, you could blow through. I think I bought myself a nice bottle of scotch. At the beginning of the show. Oh, yeah. As, like, just a gift to myself.
1: Yeah, keep it in your... But it's... so hard. I've
0: never been successful at not spending my per diem. I, 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 <laughs> blow, I blow it out. Well, a lot so of times... I, time, have have time, me, yeah, I love have
1: to, to spend my well, per diem. Yeah. So, enough, I'm quiet. And the <laughs> yeah. Of one of the,
0: Michelle does love to spend it. She's like, oh, I spend the per, per diem a bit more. Yeah. One, really one of the cliches, I think, is people, like, you know, everyone gets their per diem and they sit down and play poker with it, right? Yeah. You know? I've heard about that. I've never done that. And then, then you lose it right away, and you, it's, it, but it's it's one of those really lovely perks.
1: It is, yeah.
0: Uh, but, yeah, but it's one of those games we play as as artists in this industry because we live the ebbs and the flows of it. Hey, I, I this is a but true what is story. the moral of the story? Well, I mean, I guess they learn, well, at the beginning, she's like, I. she needs an adventure. Yeah. And I think that's enough. I think, you know, they, the difference in the ending is you learn they have a kid. So they probably that probably was not going to be in the plan with them right. booting around around the country with their civilized.
1: No, so they got that and they they had their adventure and they you know they're not going to say that they're bored that they you know they're she was bored at the beginning right and she felt trapped and confined.
0: But I think it's also probably is the idea that it's like we are not those people. Yeah, like no. we we are those people that need to earn this amount of money and live in a big city. And that's not, we're not the easy rider types. Because that's what, you look at him and it's just like, like, even that great, at the very beginning when they first set off on the road, they're going down the highway and he sees the guy on the motorcycle and he's like, hey, like he, thinks, <laughs> he thinks he's one of them. And that guy's like, fuck G- you. Gives him the, yeah, yeah. the finger. Gives him the like finger. That's just the perfect visual that represents who he is in his mind and how the rest of the world sees him. That was actually a really that's great l- line, too, when she's like, those easy red they had nothing. They had cocaine! They so were selling
2: cocaine! How was their nest egg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, when when you define nest egg, is that really the definition I don't egg? know. I don't but know either. I, I was like, I guess. It'd be, when it was like the, that having a large enough egg in the nest r- protects the nest from liquid. I was like, that's... I, I was like... Made a mental note. I'm gonna wiki that as soon as that makes I get sense home.
0: to me. I yeah. never thought to look it up, yeah. uh, but uh, I buy it as the as the idea. The, the eggs has to be bigger than the nest. You just you know. I, I like the line that you're not allowed to say nest. Or egg. You just have to say round stick. (laughs) Yeah, round stick. (laughs) And
2: we're having things and toast in the morning. Things over easy. Things over easy. That was... (laughs) I mean, even in that tell-off, he was... That's the thing. Like, what a good command of, like, just language. Like, the speed. I think that was the thing I was really impressed with, again, with the performance. Is like, just the speed at which he was, like, going off. Like, I know. I know that, like, lots of actors do that. But, you know, just the precision... And it still felt so spontaneous. Like, I I, I was really, again, blo- I, I don't know. I was, I was blown away performance-wise that way. Just, like, from those kind of rants. That Don't get me wrong. There was, like, any time he was trying to be actually, <laughs> this is out of a recurring theme, <laughs> Uh anytime I've been a guest here, is that, and he was being sexy, it made me feel uncomfortable. Like, I felt he was, like, kind of gross. <laughs> like, every time he was, like, going in for multiple kisses. Did you kisses.
1: enjoy his robe? His robe?
2: I, th- I thought the robe was actually he an amazing. one.
1: Yeah, more than one. More than one. He had a few different robes. I was tracking the robes, yeah.
2: Throughout <laughs> oh, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, the only one I remembered was the one at the casino, and I thought that was a great choice to have him wear it. But where else was he wearing the He had a robe in the
0: motorhome when, uh, when they were going out for their job interviews that day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like he likes his robes.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting, but anyway, but I—that's I, I, <laughs> I just I, I've recently started to enjoy robes in hotels. Because oh my
1: god, I love robes
0: only because. But I used to not be able to fit them, so I couldn't uh, tie them up properly. So I was like, robes are stupid. But now <laughs> that they fit, it's like I get it. I get <laughs> I get
2: the robe now. Right? You know, i was still at a stage where, like, you know, if, if I find a good robe, you know, I get it, I get it closed. But once I'm sitting, it's a little bit like exposes.
0: Oh, it's hard to sit. You're, yeah. you're you're you you don't want to be with company. In no. old, so all, no. Any kind of cross-legged, you're exposing. I'm a not. I'm a non-robe. I'm a more of a like
2: less is more. If I'm in private, I I wear almost no clothing.
0: Yeah. Oh, my first favorite thing if I get to a hotel <laughs> and there's a, a a nice comfy robe, I like to have a bath and then sit in the robe if I don't have to like jet off somewhere and just kind of relax after travel if I can. That's that's that's, that's like my gift to myself is like a nice little hot bath and sitting in the robe for a beat a beat while I kind of like center myself and get ready for the day. Yeah, I can see the robe post
2: being wet because it's like a just like a it's like a a towel. A, a towel. Yeah, but
0: like a robe just for modesty is weird. Oh, that, I don't understand that. No, okay. I would, I only put the robe on like post shower or bath. What's your uh, robe uh, situation?
1: Well, I don't, pers- I don't have a robe. I, I need to get one now. But <laughs> yeah. I would wear it all the time.
0: Yeah, my kids have bath robes. Uh, yeah. They haven't worn them since they were really little. But I remember that. But that was like their thing too. Is like we'd dry them off a little bit and throw the robes on.
1: Yeah. And
0: they have these like hat towel things oh, now for they're kids. they're so
1: cute. Wendy they're the best. One of those. Yeah. yeah, they're like these
0: like, soft, like hat, like basically um, toques that you can put on kids. And they, they kind of like dries their heads like a towel. But it's like towel material on their heads. It's wow. amazing. That's, that's that's innovation. It's actually funny that that's new. Yeah. It's one of those things what's well, one of those million dollar ideas, it's like, how did no one think of a hat towel before?
1: People, like I used to put a towel around my head and flip it back and I pretend live. I had long hair when I was a kid because I had very short hair. And somebody else probably did that and was like, I'm gonna just make this for kids. Make yeah. it some kind of fun hat thing.
0: Someone made one, yeah. Someone made one by themselves and another one, went, you should try to sell those. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Or for the previous generations would just be like, you're so lazy you can't dry your head with a towel. Hey, I've never had long hair, so I've never had it. My hair dries the moment I'm out of the shower. Right. So, uh, and now the, the little hair I do have, it uh, just doesn't even dry. It's just like, I stay dry all the time. It's basically a pet. hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't have, the, I don't understand this world of like drying your hair or that being a whole issue. <laughs> But I understand it from having been around many females who, because uh, for me it was always too, it's like, you don't wash your hair every time you go in the shower? It's like, no, because then you have to dry it and it's a big giant thing. And for me, I'm like, all right, I've never, I don't understand what that is. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Mine dries like that. Yeah, I've had thin,
2: thin-ish hair my whole life, so. Drying is an, is not a, an issue either.
0: <laughs> oh oh it, my god! Yeah, I like that we're on this really long personal talk about our shower. Yeah, well, you know have
1: oh, it It's
0: okay. Listen, problem? it's like you know you can uh, <laughs> welcome again to uh, towel talks with Jeremy, Jeremy Nick, and Michelle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? There's just so many great lines. It's just so, f- uh, and it's fun, like. Uh, it's, and it's still like this movie is now probably close to forty years old. I think this is the early eighties, right?
1: Whoa!
0: It's got to be because he said he was something about seventy-eight. Terminator. He mentioned like a- Terminator, Terminator as if it was a new release, and I That's think it. that came out in eighty-one. Wow. You know what I thought was cool is about
2: how much of the the fashion felt contemporary because of everything coming back. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, oh,
1: I love the clothes.
2: Yeah, I, th- I love the clothes. I actually yeah. loved all the bold, like, even, like, in the store which you go by the tile. I was like, well, this production center went a little bit crazy with all the rainbow, like, patterning. I don't know if anyone noticed that. But I was like, but I still like all the bold, like, even, like, his, like, high-end office. His white walls and doors with red trim, like, very, like... Simple. Yeah, but it was still, like, all these pops of color that I think is coming back into
0: in, like, contemporary design. Yeah, but you even know? story-wise, this movie, for me, I'm like, this kind of feels, like, universal still now. I think you still have people that are just like, I wish I could just cut free and get out there. But then the realities of, like, what that's like. It's not this picturesque dream you imagine. yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was like, well, I enjoyed it because I was like, this is wish fulfillment. Like, how great would it be to just, yeah, go on the road, leave everything behind, travel for the rest of your life, like that.
0: Yeah. Well, I like, think about, oh, like, my I wife, I don't know if you get, you guys are a married couple, so yeah. like, do you guys ever have that conversation? Like, what if, like, she hit the fan, everything just died for us, and we just had to, like, survive how it would would be? Is, do we have a plan in place oh, you for mean, that to like, happen? You mean, like, if if... Like if we just were suddenly broke, you mean or, or are you talking about the cut like or like actively cutting the either work? way just going if you just had to like go we're never gonna make another penny we just have to make it work what are we what's the plan
1: oh my God, we'd be so screwed <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and actually i was just gonna say isn't that life now okay no, no but yeah. uh uh you know it's actually funny because I had this talk it's kind of related i had I was having a discussion with somebody uh the other day and that it's a about about privilege, even when you are, you know, just, like, whatever, middle class or lower middle class or whatever, this kind of thing, where I was like, you know, we actually wouldn't be fucked because, like, our parents are still alive. Yeah, they well, have, like, it. it's they like, like, homes, yeah, things like that. So it's like, I'm like, because I was talking to somebody about how many degrees it would take for me to be truly fucked yeah, it would be a lot of degrees. Like I have supportive friends. I have, so when you know. So and that's what are, I'm,
0: I'm talking about. You know, yeah. Like,
2: what are your levels of like protection? What are your? your we have pro- a lot, actually. That's the one thing where I, that's where I sometimes feel lucky. Like that's so why things I I, things. I resent whenever friends of mine say the word broke. You know, because I'm like, you know, no, we're, we're not. No we're, we're not. no, we're not. know none of us
0: are. And no, and we, you we, know, th- we think, so we we figure the same thing. We we're, we we're we got lucky. We were able to get into the real estate market. and like, we we have a house that we could sell if we ever needed to. We have uh, we have a place out in like a farmhouse out in Kitchener that's my wife's family. That's like we could live there. The place has been in the family for 200 years. Yeah, you know I don't necessarily want to live in Kitchener for the rest of my life, but it's like we could. Well, of course, and and there are worse places to be. That's right. You know, so it's like, like we're fine. Our backup plan is like totally fine. And my wife has never stepped foot in a casino. Mm -hmm. I think the last time I went to a casino, I was like. It was after I'd been playing poker a lot, and I'm like, i got to sit down and play casino poker. I'm going to kill this. I lost 200 bucks in like 30 minutes. I was like, no. Yeah, I'm like, Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> this habit- is not my kind yeah. of poker. Yeah, that happened to me in Vegas. I, I lost like $100 yeah. in like
2: 15 minutes, something crazy like that. But the last time I was in a casino was in Detroit in the middle of the night, and I should have probably been turned away with my inebriation level, but I was winning quite a bit.
0: Two different kind of tables, Detroit
2: yeah, versus right. Vegas. But, but the thing For is that sure. my buddy was asleep. I'll tell the story quickly. He was asleep across. like He was asleep. And because I was winning, some guy at the table started saying, you guys have signals. I'm like, he's asleep. And I'm drunk. That's right. So I cashed out right away because I was like concerned get about the fuck yeah, yeah, like yeah. 3 o'clock in the morning at a Detroit casino instead of
0: yeah. Not smart. <laughs> I, played, I played one time before. I I've only played poker in a casino twice. It was that time and then like almost a decade earlier. And that was when I was playing a lot, even a lot more poker. And so I was a bit more comfortable. And I played at Casino. Not. Um, like Aurelia? Is yeah. it Aurelia? Yeah. Cinerama. Yeah, Aurelia. Yeah. We went to see Cheryl Crow play. Okay. And, oh, my uh If it makes you happy. Yeah. And, uh, and so we had some time to kill. We had a friend that was, like, big into Rama, and so she was able to get, like, comp meals and a room and all that kind of stuff wow. for us and tickets. So I was like... And it was, that was a situation where I'm like, I'm going in with this amount of money, and if it, once it's gone, it's gone, and it ended up being up
2: that time. And Jeremy, just for the record, is usually the guy who wins in uh, our little poker circle house games. You're usually up I, there. I do okay. Yeah. Who's beats you normally?
0: I, it's, I usually, if we're playing a tournament tournament style, I usually get in the top four. And then if I'm playing a cash game, I usually, I it's rare I, I don't break even. Yeah. He's the ringer. He's like, okay. he's just.
2: I'm the, not a ringer. He just likes to bring
0: everybody <laughs> together to, like, soak us. Yeah, you up. wouldn't
1: lose the nest egg the way, uh.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't That's lose the nest. What's I, I've what's got strategies name? and what's styles. Her,
1: what was her character's name?
0: Oh, shit. the The wife. Um, I don't know his name either. That makes me feel bad. I us call him Albert Brooks. <laughs>
1: I don't know his name either. Anyways, yeah. The husband she, and the wife. The husband and wife. The way that there's she... There's really...
0: Yeah, there's two characters in this movie and then a lot of supporting characters.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. It was funny.
0: No, I'm definitely more conservative. Like, I've never had that. I think... But it's like... I think that's because as, like, filmmakers we have such a reckless life to begin with that I had this good balance that I don't know how I figured it out. Where I have like enough conservativeness in me where I go, no, now is the time we have to like be safe and be protective and I, and I kind of take that into poker when I play poker where I'm mm. like, "Oh, I'm up a little bit, I can be a little bit risky, we can play a little bit, but when I get down, I grind, and I know that it's like my you know the kind of hands I play change mm-hmm. my 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 whole style of poker changes based on where my pot's at, yeah, and based on who I'm playing against too, and what I know of them. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I always joke that I play, play the Maverick rules, but I literally do. Like, I sat down at a new table with people I didn't know a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, I'm going to lose for the first hour just to figure out these people that I don't know. Hmm. And then came back and, like, put up 100 bucks by the end of the game. Smart. That's sick.
1: And then they underestimate you, too, so that's a smart strategy. Yeah, yeah. I
0: didn't go into necessarily lose. If I hit a good hand, I would have played it, but I'm like, I'm just going to kind of, like... I'm willing to lose my first 20 bucks for this first hour just to kind of figure out everyone in yeah, the table. Yeah, that's like, that, that's, that's like good if you could come back.
2: Actually, Michelle had this, had that strategy once unintentionally. Remember? Remember when you were playing it and then you were like doing some really cool stuff and then you realized that you, you're like, we were playing Texas Holder and she's like, Oh my God. She's like, Oh, those cards are in everyone's hands?
1: <laughs> I didn't even know the rules. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But it was really good. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Oh. Michelle,
2: it was it's good though. We did okay. Uh, I was gonna say that uh, just one thing about the wish fulfillment. You mentioned this, and, I, and this is one of the things that I think why it maybe feels contemporary too is that we're living in a time now, right, where you know, with all these. I think this is the, the biggest thing when when people are talking about elections and politics and all kind of stuff is that there's like disparity between like you know classes, classes right now.
0: And it's, it's also like, the, the kind of the gig economy. Where it's, like, less people are, like, full-time job workers and a lot of people just have, like, part-time things that they do. Yeah. Well, they're looking for freedom because money hasn't provided freedom.
2: Or people who don't already have money or are not necessarily born with money know they're not going to get to that level anyway. And so they're, like, how do I get as much freedom as I can then in my life? How else can I, how can I change my value metric Yeah. so that I'm not just, like, chasing a Mercedes? Maybe there are other things,
0: you know. That's it. and In st- and job stability is less and less. It's like people don't like tend to like stay at the same company for their whole lives the way that they did when our parents were kind of yeah. like our age.
1: Yeah, like know? don't people have an average of eight jobs now? Yeah, I mean, they had like one with our parents. That's just it. Yeah, yeah, companies. yeah. And those I are know, regular are people.
0: Okay. We're not regular people. Yeah. Like we literally have a new job right. every couple of months. Yeah. You know, yeah if or, we're lucky. If you're lucky, I was going to say. Or no or, job for a little while. No, left. but, like, we have, <laughs> like, we go from job. I mean, if yeah. you think about we have one job and have and are employed by different people over the course of our lives. Right. You can think of it that way, but it's like, you know, uh, but in terms of, like, people actually switch careers or shift careers, I think, more than in history has ever happened, Right. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Like people
2: going from like they'll be like, oh, uh, dude, they're like an executive. What I executive, but like, uh do they're working in marketing and then they're working in something else. They get really, really big switches. Yeah,
0: but I think it's also like I, I look at this movie and I think it's about it's kind of like at its core, it's kind of about the, the pursuit of happiness and realizing what you have. And by the end, it's like it doesn't matter. If they lose their nest egg because they do have each other and they are content with each other.
1: <laughs> like they have
0: that moment where they like he says. At the end, when they're sitting down, it's like I realize now that it's like we're fine. Like you and I are good. We made it through this. We're going to be fine. Um, And so the idea that it's like he has to go back and eat shit and 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 go back at thirty one percent less pay. I mean, at that point in time in America, he was making what one hundred grand. He said roughly. So it's like now he's making seventy grand in nineteen eighty. He's doing fine. Doing very well. Making seventy grand. That's
2: pretty good. Today, I was thinking about, too. When he was like hundred grand, like people still want to make a hundred grand. There's still people, you know, who never, who will never make a hundred grand a year
0: today in twenty in 2020. So let's look at the inflation of that. I'm, I'm curious what the what the actual number is. I bet you it's. What's your, what's your guess?
1: I'm gonna say 320000 320,
2: The seven, seventy thousand dollars a year is like three twenty. I think you're probably right. I'm gonna go a little
0: lower just to be more conservative. On, I was
1: doing it on the Hondo. But we'll see. On 100,000? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so
0: 100,000. I'm, gonna say I'm it's just like going to estimate this movie as 1981. I could yeah. look it up, but I'm being lazy. I'll, be, I'll just, I'll, I'll just I undercut you. I think a fair. Okay. I'll undercut a you
1: at
2: 270, bet. but I think 320 is reasonable.
0: Did I type in the right amount? Number zeros? No, I'm a short one. No, now we're good. Go. Come on, inflation. No, wait a minute. How many zeros we're should be six price. zeros? No, no, five zeros. hundred thousand 000 would be five zeros. Yeah. Six zeros would be a million. You're right. I don't know. I just, I just, when I look at my own account, it's just, it's just zero. 283. 283. Ooh. Wow. My guess was going to be a quarter million. That's right. But still 320.
1: Yeah. You well, 320 Canadian
0: dollars. Oh, there we go. There you yeah. go. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yes. So there you go. That's why you were just. I that think in CAD.
1: Yeah. That's
2: uh, crazy. That's yeah, like that a, is wow. that's a lot of money. Yeah. That's why the guy's laughing at the thing
0: about making. What is he thinking about the comparative job? Yeah, so making, now he's making two hundred a year as opposed yeah. to two thirty eight. He's wow. doing fine. Yeah. Actually, what yeah. I also was
2: crazy when he t- talked about the crossing guard job being five fifty an hour. That's still
0: minimum wage in the U.S.
1: That's what I was thinking too.
0: That was pretty good too. Yeah, he was making really it's like twelve dollars an hour. So he's walking away twenty five bucks a day. Yeah, that's crazy. Like it's it's. But that, that'll buy that'll buy you a sandwich and a can of pop.
2: Wow, that, that's kind of crazy to think about all that. Well, I just even think about like like I, what, what did a case of beer cost in like in 1980?
0: Someone was telling me a case of beer used to cost four bucks or something like that. You know, as opposed to well, I remember like gas stations like it was thirty cents a liter, that kind of stuff. Wow. right? oh wow, you know. And back when it's like you could go, you know, you go to everything on the menu at a fast food restaurant was under a buck.
1: Oh yeah, I remember you. You could get a combo for like two or three, that three long bucks. Ago. Yeah, dollars two
2: ninety nine. High yeah, school was yeah.
1: three ninety nine. Now it's yeah. like,
2: like it's over. It's like remember we we, we were we were going on a road trip and we stopped at McDonald's. I'm like, I can't eat here. I can't eat here because it's fifteen dollars. Yeah, and, and I'm then, like, I'm, I can't I, eat I, food. Can, I can't eat actual food for fifteen dollars. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't, have, don't want to then eat.
1: Then the combos were like $15 per
2: combo. You just lost so McDonald's we... as a sponsor on this podcast.
0: I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They, they were never going to sponsor me. Uh, yeah. Well, it's one of those things. Yeah, but that's my mentality, too. It's like, you eat fast food because it's cheap. Because you justify because it it's like cheap and fast and I just need something now. But it's like, wait a minute. This costs the same as real food. I'm going to eat real food. Yeah, I, can go to, exactly. I can go to like, I can and, get a step up from this. I can go to Subway. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Anything, <laughs> anything that feels like Quiznos, a I can hit a Quiznos <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for fifteen
2: bucks. oh yeah. At that
1: point, for fifteen bucks per person, you can, I know you, you can almost do a sit like. You can yeah, oh, you go to a
2: diner. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm saying like, just get real food. But that's the why thing it's, that's
1: crazy. about that is with the inflation thing? Like, yeah. it's people are still making five fifty an hour, as it, you mentioned, but it, actually, of,
2: in, in right to work states, they're making four dollars and ten cents an, an hour.
1: Jesus, and McDonald's has is, is gone up probably from a buck or whatever it was in the early eighties to now $50 for a combo. Like we haven't, we don't haven't paid people at the same rate as we've increased the cost of the inflation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. One one thing I wanted to point out to in this movie too, which the only thing I was going to say still about the, the whole argument, I, I thought to myself, what was kind of interesting is that to put her on the same level of how bad he was, she had to lose their entire nest egg. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like they had. It, to, it did balance them. Yeah, that. But that was. But that was what it required. Is like for her to lose everything they owed, because like he still really wasn't. It's weird that they made him, because I still don't see him as being a good guy. That was the only thing I thought about in the movie. It's like, I don't really know if I, he still is a pretty You don't know if you like him or not. person. You know what I mean? But like, you're
0: interested in him and intrigued by him. And that's oh, yeah. All, that's I, all you need, right? That's right. I just thought it was interesting. And I'm like,
2: I still kind of wanted her to leave him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was, he constantly surprised me. They both constantly surprised me, which is what I liked about the movie. It's like, you didn't, they were, they were full of things that weren't you weren't sure where it was going to go. But I just, yeah, I think it's like, I go back to like that thought of like the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that we were just talking about the money. And I don't, I just did this, um, there's this podcast called the happiness lab. Mm. Uh, and um, it's this woman, I want to say Stanford university or yeah, it's one of like the Ivy league universities. She teaches at, And she, she started this because she noted this correlation of, um, of students on YouTube these videos of like people getting their acceptance letters and opening them live and doing like an unboxing oh type gosh. video on YouTube of like how excited they were finding out they got into their Ivy League school and wow. but then but she's like but then the correlation between that and like their level of like happiness a month after being in that school and like the workload is starting to sink in and that and just going just watching that like sharp decline in oh,
1: interesting! Ha-
0: in that right, and so she wanted to study that and study this idea of like what make you know of general happiness, and so she started this course um, called uh, I can't remember. She it's on if you go to Coursera the website, mm-hmm. you can take her course for free. Oh, cool! She started it, and she was hoping that like two hundred students would sign up for it. I think they had the most in most students enrolled that's ever enrolled in a course in the school. Whoa! Uh, and, uh, and it's really fascinating and the podcast itself goes through all the different layers of happiness and it talks about like it from like, uh, you know, societal but also the financial one. the financial thing is fascinating because, uh, I think Yale or one of the other Ivy League schools or Harvard has, uh, did this pilot program where like in the 1920s they, they, picked like the graduating class and they follow them all throughout their entire lives and then follow their kids and their kids. Whoa. And have studied other levels and they went back every couple of years and they interviewed them and talking about the idea of like, at what point in your financials are you happy? And is there a point where after that amount, you don't get happier? You're just, or you actually maybe get more miserable. Hmm. You know, and there was, it was like after like basically just slightly above average income, like maybe 10 or 20% above like the average person's income is like, that's it. After that, more money doesn't make you happier. You start chasing different things. You start chasing different things. And one of the people she interviews on the, on that episode was this guy who's like, I probably have a job that make most people, it makes me, them hate me. Like, I solve problems for people that are like, that don't have real problems. Like, I'm the kind of guy that's like, I don't know where to park my yacht. Can you, I will pay you to help me figure out where to park my, park my, oh my god, That makes me sick to my stomach, actually. But that's it. He's like, but yeah, and I get, but it's <laughs> like, but the, here's the thing, it's like, those people, their problems are scalable in that sense. And they're the kind of people that it's like, they have a $2 million home, but they live on a street full of $5 million homes. And they're like, if I just get that, once I get that $5 million home, I'll be finally be happy. And that's the problem is like, after that, certain level you just start chasing that you know and one of the there's a study she talks about that was really interesting this idea that it's like if you um how's it go it's like you either make they ask two questions it's like would you rather make uh $75,000 a year or $150,000 a year how much money would you rather make Right, I'd rather make $150,000 a year. Yeah, me too. Now, same question, but the the $70,000 a year, everyone else you know and that lives near you makes $50,000 a year. Now, in the $150,000 scenario, everyone else you know and around you makes a quarter million dollars a year. How much money would you rather make? Right. interesting yeah. and the interesting. answer to that question says a lot about you as a person because you still live in the same world you can still buy the same amount of things with the money it's not like suddenly inflation changes or it's like things are cheaper where you live in the fifty thousand dollar world or the seventy five thousand dollar world but it says more about the idea that it's like you value being like above your neighbors or above other people mm-hmm. rather than you know the things that you need and the idea is like well i'd rather make less money but be like the best or the other or the mentality being like, it's like, no, I'm okay making like way less than everyone else, but having a shit ton more for myself because I don't care what other people make. Right. Yeah. And so, but it's an interesting thing. And most people picked the lesser income. So
1: interesting. I was in my head. I was like, one. I'd stick with the one fifty.
0: Perfect. Same here, but that's. Who, yeah. I think it's because of. I think it's
2: because actually. Of the I, I went. I went down to. I went down to seven. I went down to the seventy, and, and I'll tell you why. Because oh, I I didn't realize that everything was relative. I thought I thought that literally meant that that uh, literally meant that nobody else like like. I, I, was, I understand I, what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's like one of those things
0: where I'm like, like every no everything a, 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 a carton of eggs is still the same amount as oh, a carton of eggs. So it's like. You're you're buying it with the same amount of money, regardless of your income in either scenario. I see. Actually, we actually talk about this a lot. That actually, relative wealth is not really the, I think that we
2: talk about. And it's weird because but I think like, you know you I, just because we you know again you sometimes have aspirations. You're like, what happens if we if something goes breaks right and suddenly suddenly our income you know because suddenly your income like go, goes up by ten times, right? You start we start asking ourselves like, well. I think living on three times what we're living on now is already pretty opulent. So what would you do with the other, like, seven times? Like, most people just, like, hoard stuff, right? Yeah. And it's like, and maybe we would too. Who knows? Like, who, like I, I don't know myself.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, our, I'm lucky in that my wife's a teacher, so she has a steady income. And then mine fluctuates. So there's, like, good, really good times and times that are dire. So it's like, we've just kind of created a scenario where we try to live on as little as we need to, and then...
1: That's the smartest thing. And
0: try to live as much as we can off of her salary... And then mine is like bonus, yeah. And, but that's is, that's is so it, smart. And isn't it like literally the happiest? And then yeah, the, and then you know, and,
2: and then you may it might even get to a point where like who knows? Maybe it's so steady you get into such a good rhythm that like you know you could even get get to a point where you give away your whole, like give away your whole bonus.
0: Well, we and we've know, had years know. like that where all of a sudden we're like, oh, we're okay. Like I actually made more than she made this year because I had a really good year. But I'm not you know I'm not going to work for two more years or, or that, it's right. not gonna kind of, so. It's like we do, We know that it's like we need to like. Study the storms, but then also we're like, you know, what? I think we could go on a trip this year. Mm-hmm. I think we're okay. We could do that and not feel like we're being. But for us, it's and it's not even a game. We're just like we don't need. We're not the kind of people that need a ton. Like we don't, you know, we still go to restaurants. We do. We, we enjoy mm-hmm. lives, but we're not like my wife. Especially is just one of those people that just like she's constantly purging going. What can I get? A, what can I lose? What can I leave? It's Where I'm like a, a whore. I, I like to collect things. <laughs> you know, not a lot, not as much as I used to. But it's like I like my movie collection. I like certain little things. But I, she's she's definitely making me better. But she's also the person that you, say, you can't buy gifts for because she doesn't want anything. It's terrible. That's, That's okay. Great. That's great. Well, now we buy experiences for ah, each other. I was going
1: to say, take her to at uh, the Skandinav Spa when it opens in Whitby. It's amazing. Or the one no. in Collingwood.
2: We have the same bank it's account, awesome. so it's also hard to buy, It's also hard to buy gifts for each other when you're like, hey, what did you just spend this on?
0: You know, yeah. well, around Christmas times and birthdays, we have to promise each other not to like look at the you know, <laughs> at, at the balance.
1: I, I, it was flowers, but I saw that on my birthday. I was looking and I was like, oh, somebody like, went to Bay Flowers. This is really cute. Oh, then it yes. turns into that
0: scene from Love Actually where the wife knows. Oh, about no, it. but it wasn't. Yeah, but but
1: I, was actually, we, I, I was trying to, you didn't let on though. I was, but she's anyways. like, do you have a
0: surprise for you? I'm like, no, you told me nothing. Nah.
2: But jokes. I, knew. I knew. Yeah, oh my I God.
1: Knew. I creeped it. Yeah.
2: That's it. Also,
0: talking flowers with. Talking Flowers. Uh, Yeah. Any any other uh, final thoughts on this?
1: You know what? That was really fun. I thought we were watching Legally Blonde all day. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to watch Legally Blonde, and uh, but this was such a pleasant surprise and something I probably never would have watched. So
0: now, will this make you go check out more Albert Brooks movies?
1: Absolutely. I was
0: just thinking that. Yeah. I think if you dug this, you'll you'll dig defending your life for sure. All right. Modern Romance is interesting because it was his first movie, uh, or was it his first? I think he might have made something that didn't really take off before that. But Modern Romance, uh, it's definitely for sure if you're, if, it's, if you're like watching this, going, I don't know if I like Albert Brooks' his character. I think he might be a shithead. Yeah. Modern romance plays that even harder. Oh, okay. Like but that's what's endearing about Albert Brooks, because you know he's the writer director. He's aware of what he's doing. He knows that he's writing that line and, and and just taking personal glee in it, I think. Uh, and then Defending Your Life is the other way where it's like it's a bit softer and, and more kind of adorable.
1: Oh I'll also, yeah, that, I'm gonna check it I'm gonna check that stuff out for sure. I was sure.
0: gonna say that but I did appreciate that. I appreciated that's something
2: I think we talked about briefly about *Parasite* right before we watched this because I also went into that not knowing what the movie was about. But the thing is that, like, when I watched that movie, I thought that movie could never be made in North America today, and I thought the same thing with this movie in terms of like, I do, can't see this being made. Well, *Parasite* is literally being made by HBO. <laughs> I know, well, a version of it, yeah. I'm sure, but, well, but, but, but 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 I mean, the point is that like. I think one of the things that I, you often hear with people criticizing movies now is like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't find this person likable, or I didn't, I wasn't sure what their motivation was, or." blah, blah. I actually think that watching movies of this era, it's almost like, yeah, it's actually totally fine that this guy is not a perfect person, and yeah, he's and, got flaws. He's yeah, a human it, being. And, everyone's, and and everyone's sort of just like kind of more of a real person. He's a yuppie. Yeah.
1: And I liked guessing. I liked not knowing exactly oh. like, oh, this is what's gonna happen here, or it follows this like story structure. We talked about that how things are you know happen on certain pages now and you get used to certain things. I liked that I didn't I had no idea what was gonna happen. Yeah. And then uh, I could just kinda guess.
0: I never if you would have been like he's gonna be a crossing guard at one point I'm like, I don't believe you know. I just yeah. love that. I just love that I never quite knew where it was gonna go. Yeah. I love how much time they spent with him being a crossing guard and then
2: the movie wrapping up like right after. Yeah. Like, I was like, didn't see that coming
0: Well, even, even her not knowing, like, them, them holding the reveal of, like, what job she was up for. And yeah. then she walks in and, like, the fast food universe is like, well, oh, of course that was the job yeah. she was up for. Oh, that, that was actually a funny manager. line. It was actually yeah. a funny line where she's like, what are you? Across the guard? <laughs> what are you?
2: Assistant manager at uh, the Schnitzel place or whatever. It was like weiners, women-
0: Wieners or something.
2: Yeah, it was so funny. He's like, You sell hot dogs. It's like, He's talking to her like she's a He's piece trying of to shit. make it worse. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, so hot
0: because when she went the assistant manager position the night before, you can see that he's like angling about going, I wonder if I can get a job where she works. Okay. Like, there's a part of him going, I can be an assistant manager. Why can't I get that job? Why, why didn't the dude that was laughing at me suggest that job? But it's like, Of course, it was that kind of job. Of yes. course. It had to have been. It was very but then they both have the same moment at the same thing he's like, I don't really have a plan. I have I have like a backup terrible shit plan. Tell me your plan. You eat shit and get your job back. That was my plan. Let's go. <laughs>
1: and they just like they wrapped it up with that song where they just did all the seducing in New York yeah. dude all the
2: Skippy, get the fuck out. <laughs> I was actually wondering if you could get to New York from Arizona on eight hundred dollars worth of gas though. I had that thought. Where I was like I think they're driving downhill a lot. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, and they went oh, through, sure. down through
1: Texas, hey. up in or what? Well, they no,
0: started. they're. I, I've done that drive because we used to drive from Ontario to to Florida when I was a kid. We used to do the Orlando trip every couple of years. Yeah, I've done that one actually. And I'll tell you, I don't know if that 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 uh, motorhome would have gotten through those mountains with the gas. You're right. Like the mountains alone through, North, through the Carolinas, yeah. That is a fair... Well, in 1980, yes. Now? But they were going from Arizona, which is
2: almost on the west coast. I mean, like,
1: but Yeah, but down, through, and like up like that, why wouldn't they have just gone across and up? Or, or driven through? Because of the down.
2: highways. I wonder if there's highways that connect. I don't know, because they, they hit Atlanta
0: and went north, remember? I, mean, I yeah. think in 1980, <laughs> you'd get there on fumes. They'd be on fumes by the end of it. Yeah, that's funny. For sure. What was your stopping place?
2: Do you remember? We used to stop in Lexington, Kentucky. That was like our sleepover spot. I, that's only, I'm, I'm sure we
0: stopped twice. but I think we always stopped in West Philadelphia. Not West Philadelphia. Born, born and raised? raised? Born and raised. Yeah. On the <laughs> playground. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, we would stop just before um, either in like one of the Carolinas or what's the, what's right before it? Pittsburgh. No, we got past Pittsburgh. Yeah, so I'm trying to think about. I can't remember. I just remember Lexington. It was usually around the Carolinas. We usually stay over there. It was like a two-day drive always. And we just did it with the kids. We took the kids to Disney World, and Did it you, was the best you, trip ever. you drove. We drove. Wow. But the best part was, was our kids didn't know we were going. That's uh. pretty cool. we, we We had, it was March break. We told them we were going to the farm in Kitchener. We're like, we're going to spend the week with Grandma at the farm. And so we got, at like 6 a.m., we woke them up. We're like, hey, let's go to the farm early. Let's get let's hit the road and get a good start. We got like Tim Hortons drive through breakfast, and we're on the road. And my wife and I had this whole thing scripted. And we're like, this is the closest I get to being this character in this movie and being spontaneous. <laughs> Although we, we planned this within an inch of itself. Our kids just thought we were being spontaneous. And we're going, hey, what, what if we didn't go to the farm for March break? We always go to the farm. It's like, what if, if you guys could go anywhere? We have, we have like a week and a half. If you could just go anywhere, where, where would you want to go that we could drive to? And, they're, and both of them, they kind of like just look at us like, you guys are fucking crazy. And it's also, it's like, it's too early to mess with us. Please yeah. don't. I'm still eating my egg sandwich. <laughs> and it's like, I guess Disney World? It's like, yeah, Disney World. And so my wife just turns like,
1: you know what? Let's go. Let's go. Oh, Let's just so go. Awesome.
0: But here's the best part. What do you think their reaction was?
1: They thought you were kidding.
0: It wasn't that. They believed that we were, we were going to do it. Because they're like, we can't go to Disney World. I'm like, why not? It's like, I, packed shoot, I packed bathing suits in case we were going to go to the yeah. pool in Kitchener. I'm like, we have all the stuff we need. There's no reason we couldn't go. Still not excited. They believe now we're going. Right. They're not losing them Because, and this was like the time where I'm like, no matter what bad we did to our kids, we did a little bit of good. Because the, they were like, we can't go. Grandma's expecting us.
1: Oh, oh my, my God. God! That's very sweet.
0: That is so sweet. So what we had to do was call. We had to spoil it, and we had to call Grandma on the phone, on the speaker phone, and be like, "Grandma knows that we're not coming. Like this oh. is planned. We yeah. had to because re- we were hoping to go through the whole trip. but oh, oh, not, gra- if Grandma didn't play long. You weren't like, hey,
2: just you know, what? we're not coming. No, this they're
0: week. very. They're like Grandma's expecting us. She probably has plans. She's probably made a meal plan for the whole week, and she probably bought groceries. We can't not go. Oh. So like, we should go to Disney World another time when we planned it. And it's like, ugh, our fucking responsible <laughs> children. <laughs> they need to watch this movie and be like, we got to be spontaneous. we got to do whatever. So we had to call Grandma and, and get her to be like, no, I know you're not coming in. It's okay, guys. I know I'm happy for you. I'm excited that you're going. And then they kind of lost their minds a bit. Oh, that's oh, amazing. That's a great story. But, uh, but, but we were hoping to get through the whole trip without revealing that we had planned the whole thing. Still, it's amazing. And honestly, it does make me it really warms my heart about kids. Like we, you know, you always think kids are like selfish and like whatever, but then you actually—that's logic, right? Well, that was like, the best that like we because we were expecting the big like yeah, but that was a way better reaction than we we could have got when then we were planning for it. Because I'm like, oh, our kids are decent human beings. <laughs> Check.
1: Compassion <laughs> <laughs> for others.
0: Yeah, they've they've earned this trip that we planned for them by showing by not by. Offering it to them and them turning it down—the thing they wow. wanted more than else—they turned down because oh. they did the right thing.
1: That's so awesome.
0: Yeah, you should just give them,
2: you should just take them to grandma's. You know, forget it, guys. No, See you. if we get our money back. Yeah,
0: <laughs> shit. We just wasted a lot of money on a trip that the kids don't even want <laughs> to say. Anyway, well, thanks for this movie, Jeremy. This is oh, great. Oh, well, thanks for coming over. Let's all
2: go to the. Thanks for joining
0: us for Lost in America. Black Hole Films is a proud member of the That Shelf Podcast Network. You can listen to other episodes of our show and other That Shelf podcasts on ThatShelf.com. Please subscribe, leave comments, spread the word, do all the things that let others know you like the show and how they can check it out. You can find me on Twitter, at LonJeremy, and go to Facebook and join the group Black Hole Films. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before.